What's up, beer drinkers? How y'all doing this week? We got another great show for you this week. Special guest in the studio. I'm sure you could tell by the name of this episode who that guest just might be. We uh, drink and review some delicious beers. Not much in the beer news this week. The preceding week was not uh, news-worthy or newsful. I don't know if that's the correct term. But we still have some, some fun with it. And the cold brew list... Giving you ideas for the upcoming Christmas season if you buy gifts for people who enjoy drinking alcohol. Then at the end of the show, I ramble on about Seinfeld and two Thanksgiving Day movies that they're both great and I hope you enjoy them. If you haven't seen them yet, uh, look, look them up. I think they are on various streaming platforms. All right, so uh, let's get to the plugs. Follow us on Instagram and untapped search Cold Brew Podcast and friend us and we'll friend you back. And don't forget to buy your tickets for the Copper State Beer Fest. Let's go to copperstatebeerfest.com and you can buy VIP, uh, early, regular, or designated driver tickets on there. All right, so without further ado, it's time for another cold brew what's up chrome it's our turn baby beer reviews and the gucci is beer news this ain't our job but we're still fly you know we're the flyers barely pay our rent cause all our money is spent you know that's right on barrel eight styles and barley wine we raise a glass to our heroes who have Talk about anything, anything our shenanigans. We, right. we do what we want, cause we're cold brew. We're cold brew, Coming at your pre-recorder from Cold Brew Studios. I am Greg. He is Sorcerer Chromatic, and we're here to talk about beer. Yes, we are. How you doing, man? You're dad now, huh? Again. <laughs> <laughs> You're a re-dad. What are you the Times two, you know. Now you are you are a dad of, of two kids now, so you're in territories that I can't even help you with anymore. <laughs> you're on your own, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, congratulations, you? you know, and and I know we've talked about you talked about it last week, and so here it is. You are a proud dad of two baby girls right now, and uh, I couldn't be happy for you. And I'm looking forward to coming out there in a couple weeks to. Uh, visit you and of course and and see your um see my new niece uh for the first time in in living color oh uh yeah yeah we know we're, we're okay so first of all me and my wife were uh extremely extremely happy um uh, you know addition to the family mm-hmm. um we um geez, <laughs> it's uh i don't know it just it, it was the experience was so different compared to our, our first daughter and um you know i'm not comparing saying which which is better just how different it went was yeah. a surprise you know what i mean when, when i guess with, with the first baby we didn't know what we're what, what what to uh well you know you know what to expect you're expecting on stuff but yeah we didn't know what our our final uh script would be if you will yeah and, and this then, time uh, you, you kind of already knew what, what you're getting into going into it right right but everything was just so much different yeah <laughs> it was a 
at the same time, uh, so grateful, so happy. Um, Were you like calm this time? That... Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, like I was like. <laughs> I was asleep on my phone. I'm like, what? what? You know? I, I wanted to tease because I know you're you're sending memes and stuff like that. You know, just keep yourself occupied. I was, I was, oh, yeah. I was gonna uh, make the joke that your wife was pushing while you. Hold on, let me send this real quick. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, <laughs> I go. Greg and the guys gotta see this one. You know. <laughs> okay, so for for those that yeah, you know, see uh, see me in. Uh, in real life, I, I hate to use that term to, to alienate, um, you know, listeners who, who, who do support the show. But, you know, uh, well, first of all, some of you might not live in my neighborhood anyway or my town <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, so, uh, yeah it, it's not like uh, I, I don't appreciate you. Just uh, for those listeners that, that do see me or, or have access to see me. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, you, you guys uh, hopefully saw the pictures of my my second daughter by now. And um, mm. yeah. We're just happy, you know, really, really happy. Have you noticed any difference in personality or is it way, still way too new? Uh, oh, way too new. Okay. Because right. <laughs> I know yeah. that there and, should be, well, I mean, usually there is, right? You know, between kids, that's what they say anyway. Yeah, I mean, they're both sound sleepers. <laughs> that's good. I know. When you and I uh, growing up, it, like I was the, uh, I was the crybaby and you were the sleeper. That was, that's what we were known uh, as. Yeah, that's the, the monikers we got. Right. Oh, you, you know what? Um, <laughs> with our oldest daughter, you, you, uh, for those of you, here we go with the parent hour, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. But, but, you know, go ahead, tell our listeners that might not know, what's swaddling? Swaddling is when you um, you get like a blanket or, or an actual cloth and, and wrap the baby up so the limbs can't move so they don't wake themselves up by you know flailing or moving or whatever right and they look like little burritos <laughs> correct you yes know, little baby burritos little cocoons little papooses yeah yeah uh okay so with our first daughter she was like the master of you'd swaddle her and next thing you know her hands are right under her chin like she'd get them up there get them <laughs> right. out get them out of the wrap and get them there um, uh, daughter number two, she's she's getting there. Oh, really? She's figuring it she, out. She, yeah, that's because yeah. the, the the older one uh, taught her how to do it. That's why. So I know, like pretty this. much, or it's a, <laughs> or it's a, already, it's a, uh, yeah. her, her genetics. Yeah, they're well, they're conspiring against you guys already. Pretty much. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, let's get into the beer. Uh, I'm I'm so ha- I'm happy to talk about. Uh, the the new addition to your family but let's talk about beer because that's what this podcast is about so i have in front of me from pariah brewing company where are these dudes out of um they're oh they're out of san diego california and i have their beer called competitive vaping (laughs) now initially i'm yeah, I'm not surprised at the thing. I, I'm not initially. I thought it was you know. Remember when vaping was a uh, first came came around? The trend started and people would just like hotbox their car. But it was like tobacco vaping, right? It wasn't weed vaping. They just the biggest cloud, right? Right. So I thought it was about that. But when I'm reading the write up on a tap, that says this is the big sister beer of our dank drank IPA. So now I'm thinking it's a. Uh, it's more of a uh, what do you call it a uh, 
<laughs> it's, it's about weed than, than tobacco. Oh, okay. But anyway, uh, nevertheless, this is an elevated malt bill shows for higher hopping rates for an experience that's even more saturated in sticky hot goodness. You can expect aromas and flavor of mango, citrus, peach, pine, berries, and dankness over a velvety, soft mouthfeel. Uh, the malts are two-row, oats, wheat, dextrose, and the hops are mosaic, amarillo, and simcoe. So without further ado, pop off. Oh, it's 8.2% alcohol by volume. And an IBU rating of 42. What do you got? I have from our friends from Allagash Brewing out in uh, Portland, Maine, right? Right. I have their Nocturna. Ooh, all right. So, um, the the website reads, out of the deepest night shine, silver of light. I'm sorry. Out of the deepest night shines a sliver <laughs> of light. Sliver, a sliver of silver, yes. In making nocturna, we age a silky stout in bourbon barrels with vanilla beans. In the darkness of the barrel, a transformation occurs. The beer fills with a galaxy of roasty and sweet aromatics, coffee, chocolate, oak. oak. Experience it for yourself. This tremendous meeting of darkness and light. All right, so it's a Allagash two-row malted barley blend, black malt, oat, chocolate malt, roasted barley. The hops are Northern Brewer and Glacier. The yeast is their house yeast. Uh, other aged in bourbon barrels with vanilla. Uh, ideal within one year. Suggested pour size 12-ounce chalice. Package 12-ounce bottle or draft. ABV is 9.5. So oh, nice. for a style that's yeah, for a style that's barrel aged, 9.5 seems a little bit on the, the lighter side. However, you might be able to appreciate that and get some more flavor from the other uh, ingredients other than the kick from the uh, high ABV. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh no, uh, yeah. I was expecting like a double digits at least. Right. Alright, without any further ado, pop. Sorry, That was terrible. <laughs> I didn't hear anything. Yeah. Are you sure you took it up? It's up. Okay. Um, so this competitive vaping, uh, not not a lot in the aroma. I get I get a little bit of uh of the uh, the stone fruit in there. That's probably the mango and but in the in the the taste is it's. It's a lot of, uh, I wouldn't, I don't know. I don't get a lot of citrus, but I do get a lot of tropical fruit. I'd get the mango. I know peaches and tropical, but I get a lot of peach and berries. There's a lot of berries in there too. In the, on the, the back end of the, the finish. No, not the finish, but the back end of the, uh, the middle taste. So it's really good. I, I, I'm enjoying this beer quite a bit. And, uh, I'm, I'm already thinking of giving it like a, like around a four. Maybe four two five. Really? Yeah, this one's really good. Praya Brewing out of San Diego, California. <laughs> Does it come with a little vape cartridge? You buy a six pack? <laughs> I wish it did. Maybe some hybrid. Maybe <laughs> some indica so I can go to sleep. Okay. All right. Well, 
Or you're talking to my view with seven. Take a little sip. And I like to say it's interesting. A lot of flavor notes going on. Um, to me, up front right now, maybe because my beer is cold, it's not too stabby. It's more of like a like like just a strong ale. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that dark strong ale style. Right. And um, I could see that because Allagash does that. You know the whole um, what do I want to say? The Belgian, Belgian style. Yeah, the yeah. whole Belgian, uh, Belgian backbone of the whole the whole line. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say the so, exact same thing. So nice. So yeah, not, not a lot of traditional stout flavors are just a little bit change up or that relates it to me right now to a, to a strong ale. But like I said, I just cracked it. Yeah. See how it opens up. But then again, going back to my original prediction, yeah, you know, you don't get that strong kick from the high ABV barrel aged stuff. Yeah. But, and you said it's got vanilla in it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that probably helps so too. Check that. Yeah. All right, so we will untap these later. We will rate these on a tap later. I, I say that so often. We will rate these later yeah. on our untapped portion of the show. So stay tuned for that. All right, and now it's time for the beer news. Hey, you remember, uh, was it last week or the week before when, when you were talking about uh, mint beers? Yeah. Well, Guinness launches bourbon barrel aged chocolate mint stout for the holidays. Really? So this Wednesday, the Guinness Open Gate Brewery in Baltimore announced it's releasing a new Guinness chocolate mint stout, which is aged in Kentucky bourbon barrels. The brewery is only four years deep into its barrel aging program, making the balance of these bold flavors is an ambitious and intriguing, ambitious and Intriguing. The seasonal stout is brewed with dried mint leaves, then, oh, aged in Kentucky bourbon barrels, and then conditioned with pure cacao to keep the flavors as true to life as possible. So let's see here. Uh, the limited edition bottling can be found in stores across the United States in four packs of 11.2 ounce bottles, retailing for just under 20 bucks. Uh, let's see, lucky Baltimoreans. <laughs> <laughs> Baltimoreans. If you're not careful, you can say Baltimoreans, right? Right. <laughs> can also try it on tap at the Guinness Open Gate Brewery. So I'm kind of excited about this one. Well, remember uh, they they had some like uh, you know they had like a ginger one in, in another barrel aged one, and yeah. then they have their I'm talking about Guinness, and then they even right. have their their bullet bourbonade one as well. So the Coke branded one. So. Um, I think hey, it's good for them. Didn't you have the bourbon? I th- you had one of their their barrel aged beers last year on the show. I, yeah, I, I did them both at the same time. Oh, okay, okay, you did both. Okay, I knew you had yeah. at least one. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I remember one was distinctly had the ginger to it, and I don't know if the other one was just a like a a, a winter holiday style. See, I, I forgot off the top of my head. No, maybe it was like the base, and then one had ginger in it. No, because I think the base was the bullet bourbon version. Like okay. it, this is like the third one. You can probably look back and untap and find it. Yeah, if I feel but, like um, it, but I don't. <laughs> but, hey, but going back, um, I took uh, I took that milk box. Um, um, that 
Remember what we were talking about? The, the mint beer I had? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and I said, the, I, I, said I saw, yeah, yeah. And I said, I saw um, Left Hand Brewery have uh, uh, um, a, um, a, a variety pack. And one yes. of the features in it was mint. Right. Well, I ended up getting that variety pack. And wow, spoiler alert, that, that mint was phenomenal. Oh wow! Okay, so that's uh, you recommend that uh, that mid beer from Letten out of uh, Longmont, Colorado, if memory serves. Right now, unfortunately, you might have to get the whole what you call it, variety pack to get right, it. Right? Yeah. However, um, put it this way, you're not going to be disappointed. No. I'm not saying in in just in just getting it for the three beers, but that that variety pack is pretty solid. Yeah, I mean, left uh, the. Few beers I've had from Left Hand have been great. I mean, everyone knows, most people know their milk stout. You know, it's got nitro in the bottle, pour hard, that whole deal. But uh, yeah, they, yeah. they brew quality product. That's why they are um, well known in the United States. Right. And let's see here. There is one. All over the world. Uh, maybe. All the foxy ladies <laughs> and pretty girls. <laughs> world renowned. Uh, there was one more thing I want to get to. I'm scrolling through right now. All right, here's the headline. A river in Hawaii that smells like beer discovered to be alcoholic. Whoa. So residents of a town in Hawaii alerted authorities to a river that allegedly smelled like beer. And it turned out to be 1.2% alcoholic after testing. <laughs> I got another cause of this. Yeah, it seems like uh, maybe someone had a distillery, like, uh, you know, somewhere upstream and kind of fell. Fell into the river. Uh, let me see. Let me keep reading the article. The stream, which flows into a creek in Waipio, Waipio? W-A-I-P-I-O, Hawaii, on the island of Oahu, was smelling so alcoholic that, quote, you would think it was a beer pub that hadn't opened its doors for three or four days. Oh, so it probably smelled like stale beer, right? <laughs> a right. visitor who was hiking around Diamond Head last week, not far from the H2 Interstate Highway and Kauka Boulevard, agreed that it reeked. An independent laboratory found that almost 1.2% of the water was alcoholic, and as reported by News Now Hawaii, almost 0.4% of the water was sugar, an ingredient for beer. The area around Diamond Head is fairly industrial and home to a number of businesses such as Paradise Beverages who make well-known beers for brands Kohola uh, Brewery and Aloha Beer Company. The company told News Now Hawaii that it was unsure what was causing the alcoholic spillage, although Hawaii's Departments of Health and Transportation later confirmed what was at fault. So right now we have had the Department of Transportation come in with their represent representatives and we're dealing with them, and we've also been in contact with Department of Health, said Anthony Rowe, the Director of Operations for Paradise Beverages. Both Hawaii's Health and Transport Departments aided an investigation that found alcoholic uh, alcohol in contaminated runoff water from a pipe not far from the H2 interstate. The stream was on the opposite side of the H2 interstate and flowed down into the creek with a drop of about 100 feet. The transport department, which owns the pipe, informed the Hawaii Health Department that it was Paradise Beverages that had been at fault. Uh, it remains unknown if action will be taken for the alcohol content found in the stream, which many on social media pointed out was a 
quarter of the percentage of a Coors or Budweiser. So yeah, it's it's not a lot of alcohol, but it's still enough for people to notice. So they had some kind of leakage or some kind of uh, maybe some kind of erroneous uh, um, waste or or you know they 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 got rid of it too hastily. Like uh, maybe like Mr. Burns is the CEO of Paradise Beverages. Ah, maybe. <laughs> See now, what I thought what they were gonna say it was like runoff from like a sugar cane factory. And it uh, naturally fermented, or spontaneous fermentation. You know that that is possible. That's how wild ales are right. uh, concocted. Uh, right, I could see that because if if they load sugar in like I, I don't know, like the, the, like if there's like a lake or a pond base uh, that the river right. has, then the the wild bitter mices. Right. Yeah, they, they, yeah, that, that, that's what I was thinking too. It, it had to have been like a, a lake or a pond, some like a still water before, because a river wouldn't spontaneous for, for spontaneous ferment because it's too uh, it's it's moving too much. Yeah, they, they things are here, then they're there. <laughs> Unless it was deep, because uh, still waters run deep. That's what I'm told. All right, man. Uh, that is all for the not, not a lot in the beer news um, this week. So uh, you know what time it is now, right? Okay, dude. Time for everyone's favorite segment on cold brew because it's my favorite segment. It's time for the cold brew list. As we As proceed, we proceed yeah. oh. to give you what to you need. So let me ask you this: hmm. What's the gift that keeps on giving? Uh, Jelly of the Month Club. Besides, <laughs> I'm not sure. But, uh, there's a lot, but uh, maybe the uh, the love of a of a of a child, your own child. Okay. You really pulling this shit on me right now? <laughs> uh, what what are you getting at? Oh, I'm just uh, <laughs> saying alcohol. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Have Have you ever gifted anyone alcohol? Yeah, in fact, uh, just the 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 last the last person I gifted to was uh, my ex because she just turned forty, and so I bought her a bottle a bottle of uh, nineteen forty two. Oh, nice! I couldn't find the you recommended that that spring one or what's what's it called? What was it called? Primavera. Yeah, they didn't have any stock, so I just bought the the standard, the regular. Okay, were you able to to get a sample? No, not yet, not yet. I I, I don't want to be that oh. guy. But maybe maybe either Thanksgiving or Christmas <laughs> she'll she'll open it up. I've had it before though. Oh okay. I'd say for that much I'd be that guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, you know, and and even if you don't drink alcohol and someone gives you alcohol or if someone else doesn't and you you can still save it, especially spirits. You can save it when you have company and they drink alcohol. Then you could bust it out. Then you have some good or stuff. Shamelessly we gift it. Hey, you can you can always regift alcohol to me. I wouldn't, <laughs> I would not be offended. That one was fine. In fact, I insist. Don't even buy it. <laughs> Just call me uh, Lefty Two Guns. Right. <laughs> Ooh. All right. So I have a list in front of me of the best bourbons to gift this holiday. Ooh. Okay. Twenty twenty one. All right. So for the category of budget bourbon, right, this is like bang for your buck. It's an inexpensive bourbon, but uh, however, it's pretty legit. 
That'd be the Old Forester 86 Proof Edition Kentucky Straight Bourbon. Okay, all right. So, uh, right away, most bourbons are, you know, 80 proof, 40% alcohol. This one's 86. So, it's already a little hot. Uh, however, Old Forester, they, they do make a great, great line of bourbons, you know, from uh, from beginning to end. Right. So, it's something to consider. And uh, can I say the price for now? Uh, I didn't, I don't recollect you saying it. No, sh- should I? I'm asking oh, you Oh, yeah, question. yeah, yeah, yeah. You should. Okay. So it's 21 bucks. Oh, okay. That's pretty affordable, too. Depending on where you live. Yeah. That's what I said. It's, it's the best bourbon. Budget bourbon. Right. The, the best splurge bourbon would be a company called Barrel Bourbon. Huh. All right. All right. The thing about Barrel Bourbon, uh, and specifically for this list, is batch uh, 26. Uh, the thing about Barrel Bourbon is uh, they do a bunch of blends. So they, they they have so many different like batches. Like this is batch 26. Um, mm. Not all of them are available though too. There's like once like once once they sell out of a batch, they, they don't remake it. They just keep moving forward with their different, um, you know, with their different barrels that they blend. That's why it's called Barrel Bourbon because they have a bunch of different bourbons, different recipes, different ages and stuff. And they, they blend them all together. In a big batch, and then they release. Right. So there you go. Um, but this one's ninety bucks, so a little bit on the pricey side for bourbon. But uh, I've had a few barrel bourbons. I don't think I had the twenty six, but very, very, very good stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've never had it, <laughs> so I'll take sure. a for it. Sure. Next category is best bourbon for beginners. And that'd be the old granddad, one hundred fourteen barrel proof. Well, I thought that was like uh, the cheaper stuff, the rat good. No, no. I mean, it, it's it's uh, this one comes in at twenty nine bucks. Uh huh. It's it's really it's really an under really good underrated burger. Oh, okay. All right. I'm not saying I'm I'm ordering this stuff all the time. I've I've had it. Really solid. Really nice burger. Is it like uh, along lines with like Jim Beam and Jack Daniels? Well, I mean, or is it a little a step really, above? Uh, it's step above. Oh, okay. I mean, because right. like, like right away, a lot of bourbon people tell you uh, Jim Beam are not sorry. Jack Daniels isn't bourbon because it's from Tennessee. Oh, he says it right on the on the bottle though. I know. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Keep going. Um, best bourbon for whiskey geeks. That'd be the Pinhook Bourbon War Vertical Series Five Year. Wow, I've seen Pinhook, but I'm not too familiar with them. Like, I can't say um what's if it's good or bad. Yeah, you know. Um, however, you know that's the thing. Um, a bourbon geek might like it because, again, they might. I've heard of it, but not got it for themselves yet, or it's not their first choice. Or for getting that to their uh, their little arsenal of bourbon, is it would be a nice addition. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. All right. Next, best bourbon for cocktail lovers. That means bourbon you're mixing up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Would be the the Larceny Kentucky Straight. 
Very small batch bourbon whiskey. Huh. I don't know why it's very small batch. I mean, it's the it's the common larceny. It's not one of the special editions, but uh, larceny is a weeded bourbon, so right. it's a little bit sweeter on the on the overall palate. So, um, yeah, it works for a lot of drinks. I mean, especially like if like you do whiskey cola. I mean, yeah, it's gonna be super sweet. Yeah, I get it. Um, best bourbon for the boss. That would be the Henry McKenna. 10-year single barrel. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, going back, the um, I didn't say the price. Did I? The Pinhook was 55. The Larceny was 24. And this one, the McKenna, is uh, 73. Um, McKenna really hit the scene in uh, 2019 when it took first in the San Francisco World Spirits Competition. I remember that year because McKenna was a bourbon I used to get all the time at 30 bucks. And now it's like seven. (laughs) It's like that tattoo artist who wins a fucking award and then his $20 tattoo is now like 300 bucks. Pretty much. All right. And then the best limited edition bourbon Uh would be Bullet Blender Select Batch 001. So Bullet Bourbon has a special edition now. Um, I saw it like last year. It it was uh, in a whiskey... I think it's like top 20 or top 10. So it was a, all of a sudden it it got some notoriety, which is good for them. Bullet is a very solid bourbon line and a lot of people like it. So, yeah. Is it a, is it, is Bullet like a, a a big company or is it a a small batch like independently owned? Because they seem to do a lot of uh, advertising or a lot of uh, um, pushes in in different uh, markets. Because I've seen him like at, at, at Bacon and Beer Fest. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, Bullet is really trying to get themselves out there. Yeah, well, I mean, they all... <laughs> a lot of these companies are all owned by, uh, what's it, Diageo or whatever. Oh, okay. All right. Got it. Now, I'm not, now I'm not saying Bullet's Diageo, but what I'm saying is, uh, yeah, yeah, there's always like a conglomerate associated with them. Or like if the, uh, you know, Bullet with a few other uh, spirit labels together displayed, they're... They're all in the same company. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got it. Did you see how much all that right. one was? Uh, 57. Okay. All right. Yeah. Right on. So that concludes this week's uh, cold brew list. Uh, I switched it up, took it off beer, and just did some gift ideas for you. Uh, well, this show drops on Black Friday, but... Right. You listen to this show, there's a good chance you're a last-minute shopper. So. <laughs> well, you know, and it's always good to, to start thinking about uh, Christmas shopping now. If you give gifts during Christmas, the earlier the better, right? For shopping, yeah. Have you started your Christmas shopping yet? <laughs> yeah, forgetting. A little too early for Christmas. Have you started your Christmas shopping yet? Um, No. In fact, my, my wife's birthday is uh, the 20... Seven, so a day after the show drops. Oh, okay. I, I thought it was. I was for some reason. I always think it's the twenty fifth. I, huh? I gotta, I gotta remember that. I, I'm really bad at remembering your wife's. Uh, but, but I, I, I remembered it was, it was soon. So, uh, I didn't forget. I just always forget the exact date. So, how's your beer treating you, man? Pretty good. You had uh, Allegash. I remember it was Allegash. I forgot. 
the name though. They're they're nocturna. Ah, all right. Hold on one second. Um, they're the same color. I I went into my IMDb app instead of my Untapped app. <laughs> you ever do that? You go to like one app and you're like, wait a minute, what the fuck? And the the icon's the same, similar color. So you like you accidentally pressed the wrong one. Um, well, I I did that with my uh with my daughter. Um, she has an a, app? a lot of times. Well, no. Well, when I um. <laughs> Uh, when I put on um, what's it called from the fire stick yeah. a lot of times I, I, I put on YouTube for to watch that big cartoons yeah. and uh, a lot of times because um, of the color and stuff and I go quick I, I put it on I end up putting it on YouTube oh okay. not YouTube um, not, not, not YouTube, YouTube. Um, yeah. yeah is it Netflix yeah I can't think now what? <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to do it but put it this way the app, the little app button has, it's, it's primarily white with red and black writing on it. So Yeah. Well, Netflix is, I think is black with, with a red N now. I mm. forgot what it was before, but I remember, uh, um, I know that YouTube and YouTube, cause I have YouTube TV. So this is the same yeah. fucking color, man. I have them right next to each other. So I get those two mixed up a lot. I go, I want to go watch a YouTube video and then I bring up TV and I'm like, oh shit, I gotta go back. So you had by Allagash Brewing Company, the Nocturna. So I brought it up right here. I got it. Um, what would you like to rate this beer at? I would rate this beer at. Um, I'm gonna three and a half. Okay. What note do you want to leave it? Or notes? Notes. Um. Strong. Strong. Weak. Wait. Did you say weak? Damn. No. Sweet. Oh, sweet. All right. <laughs> strong and, it's strong and weak. <laughs> it's tall and short. It's heavy and thin. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, it's uh, wide and narrow. Hey, real quick. Uh, I, I brought up you, uh, the, the fire stick. And yeah, Netflix is all white with red, with Netflix in red. And then, yeah, there's an app. IMD, IMDB TV which is white and then uh, some letters are, are black and then TVs in red and then YouTube, which is all white. And then, uh, you know, with the, with the red logo and the, the yeah. black letter. Yeah. That's all bullshit right there. So yeah, you have the, uh, the, 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 uh, the, all the alternative Netflix, um, logo then. Cause on my iPhone, it's, it's all black with the red end. Oh but, yeah, yeah. I, I have that on my phone. Yeah. But yeah, I, I know I know your font though, because because it used to be on the uh, the envelopes. Because I was with Netflix back when they shipped DVDs. All right, uh, Nocturna. Strong. Back when sweet. you had to send a queue. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. My queue was long. <laughs> my queue was good. Uh, that's where I, that's where I discovered the room. The movie The Room was on on Nef- on the Netflix queue. Awesome. Yeah, it's been it's been a fucking wild ride since. <laughs> All right, uh, strong, sweet, and do you have another adjective or is that it? Belgian. Belgian. All right, Belgian. Uh, I'm gonna put a hyphen with a Y. Belgian. Same. And check in. Let me go back to the because I forgot to. Uh, um, See what the 
overall rating. None of our friends have rated it, but the overall rating is 3.96. So, you know, we dropped it just a shade. Maybe it's 3.95 now. And I had by Pariah Brewing their competitive vaping. Now, since I I said earlier, I, I re read the write-up that was on Untap, so I saw what their overall rating was. And it's around four. I'm gonna give this a four two five. I really like this one. As I've said before, I really like the hazy IPAs. This is a hazy. It's a double hazy. That uh, t have stone fruit and berries in it. I just that that's just my jam. That's just my thing. So that's why I'm gonna give this one a four two five. So now I have to look it up. And this one is competitive. Vaping there it is. Yes 4.08 on a tap. None of our friends have rated it yet, but I'm gonna give this one a four to five I'm gonna say it is um, First of all it's smooth. I really like it. They did a really good job And it's not too green. So there's no acridity at the end and uh, Let me see here. Um, it's gonna I'm gonna say it's gonna I'm gonna say stony and and check in all right so just a couple things uh, before we sign off here we were talking about netflix and now seinfeld is on netflix have you i know you used to watch it back in the day and all the reruns and all that have you watched it have you tried to re-watch the uh the series on netflix uh no okay. no i mean i still watch like if, if it's on on tv i I stopped and watch it. I mean, it's not like I, I am a bit avoided Seinfeld for any prolonged time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but I'm just wondering if because you know on the, when it's in syndication they edit stuff for time so they can throw like one more commercial in or two more commercials in, right? So you're not getting the full right. show, but um, and plus and they'll have like maybe just a few seasons. They won't have like every single season. So the and then they'll repeat it until the. Uh, the next uh, um, slate of shows turns around. It seems like there's what, like two or three seasons during the the TV um, the TV year. Anyway, uh, so the first, you know, the first season's only six season or six episodes long. I believe it. Yeah. And the first episode, the pilot episode, uh, you know, the, most people who are Seinfeld heads know that uh, Kramer is in the first episode. His name was Kessler. Right. And uh, George, though, George is super whiny in the first one. It's almost like I can't even watch the first episode. I can't even watch this the pilot episode that George whines the whole fucking time. You know, it's only one episode long. It's only one episode long. Yeah, episode one is only one episode long. Um, it's only one episode. Go, go check it out one of these days and just watch it. It's totally different from the George we know and love from the summer of George and... Um, Festivus for the rest of us, and I'm a bootlegger. You know all the you know all the great George fucking uh, sticks he does. He's a totally different fucking person. Um, right. Uh, but the thing I wanted to bring up was, I I think I'm on my second no the, my third go around of watching the the complete series or and Uncle Leo. I think I really underappreciated Uncle Leo. The first uh, you know the up until now. I fucking love his character, man. He is so great, and Jerry treats him like shit. <laughs> he really bangs on him the whole fucking time, dude. 
He does nothing but love him. He's got nothing but lovers for his family. He's uh, uh, he takes what life gives to him and doesn't ask for much back. And he's very proud of his son. Like that's part of the whole love for his family. And Jerry loves Jerry, but Jerry kind of doesn't want half the time. Jerry doesn't want anything to do with him or, or gives him bad advice or whatever the case might be. But yeah, Uncle Leo's great, man. I, I <laughs> some of his lines, and I, maybe I just I got to attribute it to the. Uh, to the guy who plays Uncle Leo, because he just he delivers his lines just perfectly, man. Do you remember some of the Uncle Leo storylines? Um, I remember one where like uh, he <laughs> he uh, put Jerry's nana in a home because she was talking about money that their, his dad won in the race and didn't give it to his mom. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The- <laughs> the horse race, yeah. And Jerry went around to see if he could find someone to corroborate the story. Right. And meanwhile, Jerry's dad's going all crazy with it. Right, yeah. But it was Jerry's mom was related to Leo, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Uncle Leo and Jerry's mom were siblings. There you go, yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. I also like the, uh, the one where... Uh, Uncle Leo steal stuff. Oh yeah, storm, storm. <laughs> yeah, all old people do it. <laughs> Even the mom's like, yeah, yeah. If we need batteries or whatever, <laughs> batteries. <laughs> but a couple and, of the yeah. And then um, the one with the Elaine drew the eyebrows on him. You look mad. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Oh, but some of the stuff I liked was uh, when he talked about Jeffrey, when uh, when Jerry. OK, so the, the episode, the the storyline in the episode was Jerry was seeing this woman and George thought he saw her kissing his cousin, Jeffrey, who's Uncle Leo's son. But George didn't have his glasses on at the time. At the very end, they, they showed it was like some uh, uh, a police woman kissing a horse. But. Um, they go to the because Jerry's trying to catch his his woman in a lie, and so they go to Jeffrey's apartment. But Uncle Leo's there to give him tickets to go see I forgot Paul Simon in the in the park or something like that. And uh, but Uncle Leo was just beaming about Jeffrey and how he's doing well in the parks department, and he still keeps in contact with his old professor and their friends. I mean, they're little they're legitimate friends. I mean, that's very rare. <laughs> it was just <laughs> the, the way he was going on. And that's that's the moment I realized Uncle Leo's fucking a treasure in that show. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but he's, he's done that a few times, though. You know, just uh, going off about, uh, about small shit that seems so insignificant to everybody. But he, it means the world to him that this is happening for his son. And I wonder if I'll if if I'll get like that or if if you'll get like that with your daughters, how uh, something super small that no one could give a shit about, but it means the whole world to you because it's happening to your kid. <laughs> if, I mean, time time will <laughs> only tell. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but like, I don't know. A lot of times, uh, I guess the the attraction with the sitcom is. Either you can relate to it or you don't relate at all, but you find the situation fun. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And and I think the whole point of anything on TV is they try to take it to the extreme so that it is, uh, um, it, it's fun to watch. It's entertaining. 
So yeah, his his character is very extreme in that sense. <laughs> oh man. Um, uh, one more thing I wanted to ask you is uh, Thanksgiving. I was looking up uh, Thanksgiving movies, and there's there's quite a few. There's a lot I haven't seen. There there's stuff that um, I wouldn't even bring up because I don't know if even a, our audience has seen it. But there's really only two that come to mind that I think are are great that people may have, may overlook. I think you might know one of them off the top of your head. Thanksgiving movies. What what would you think of Thanksgiving movies? Honestly, man, I'm I'm drawing the blank right now. Okay, I'm gonna say one. You're um, you're, you're gonna kick yourself for forgetting about it. Okay. Uh, planes, planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh, really? That was Thanksgiving. I thought it was Christmas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And another one that I looked up because I, I had to verify to make sure because I thought it was, but it, then again, I was like, oh, maybe it's Thanksgiving, kind of like you do with planes, trains. Is a uh, Dutch. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, so that whole thing where Ed O'Neill's picking up uh, his uh, his new girlfriend's kid um, yeah. from her her previous marriage to Shooter McGavin, by the way. I don't know if you remember that. Uh, I might have forgotten that. Yeah, Shooter McGavin plays the the kid's uh, biological father, but so he goes picks him up from boarding school. The kids are like a, a little fucking shit. Even they like, they show him being a shit, and uh, they yeah. don't even even his own classmates don't want anything to do with him. But he's got to transport him from boarding school back to uh, his uh, uh, back to his mom's house, and I, love, I mean it's pretty predictable. You know they don't get along at all in the beginning. By the end, um, they're almost like family, right? So yeah. yeah, I think those are my two favorite uh, Thanksgiving planes, trains. You can't really go wrong with Steve Martin and fucking John Candy and all those great scenes that they have, like the two pillow scenes. Yeah, <laughs> but I also love the. Uh, the the car scene with Michael McKean as the uh, the deputy or the sheriff pulling him over, <laughs> and uh, John Candy trying to talk his way to, they're like, oh, you know, we think it's fine, we think it's roadworthy. <laughs> they got they got a fucking expandable gate as a fucking door <laughs> for their car. <laughs> oh, so funny, man. So. This Thanksgiving, I know this comes out after, but you know the whole weekend. Um, I, I I suggested to uh, to my because it's just gonna be me and my ex and my daughter and then my ex's mom. I suggested to my ex today that we should go see the new uh, Ghostbusters movie that just came out. So oh, I see. wanted to. Oh yeah, me too. Me too. I I. I uh, I wanted to see it when the first teaser came out, what, like a year and a half ago? But Thanksgiving... I, I just remember, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I remember just like, a, I don't know, like going over like almost like a wasteland or whatever, but you, you see that just the door with the logo on it. Yeah, there was a barn and then when oh, the car. barn and the, the car had a cover on it and the, the cover kind of blew up from a storm that was brewing outside and yeah, we see the logo. Oh, is that what it was? Or you see the, the, the license plate or something, it said Ecto-1. Hmm. So, something like that yeah it was like the teaser trailer i remember that thanksgiving and and christmas are two good uh, movie holidays because the theaters are open on those days yeah oh. well, we saw Django on christmas right for christmas eve yeah i think you're right yeah that was a good movie hmm. i like that one all right man anything else you'd like to add to this episode 
No, just if you're listening to this and uh, and you're in line for a uh, for a bourbon candy stout, uh, tell us what you got. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for downloading yet again another cold brew podcast. I am Greg. She is baby number two, and he is Sorcerer Chromatic, and we like to wish you cheers. Until next time.